Hey guys, this is Dan the GF welcoming you to another episode of What the Dice. And we are at episode 27. I don't normally announce the episode title, but this one I'm particularly proud of. You'll know more as the episode goes on, but I am a fan of bad jokes. And this one in particular was one of my favorites. Episode name... Would you like to be my merchant? Well, you'll find out why this joke made me laugh when you get to it. Well, as always, sit back, relax, and we're going to get on with today's episode. Around the campfire, the camp is quiet. We can hear the ocean in the distance and we can feel the wind on our flesh. The old man that we have come to know as the storyteller slowly moves out from his tent. In his hand, the storybook. Sitting on a log, he opens it. Well, me friends, it seems as if our adventuring friends have solved the problem. Returning as captain to his ship and the crew without harming anyone. They were able to get through the underbelly of the city. Find information. But now the adventure begins. What strange manner of creatures will they come across? And what wait for them in the Temple of the Moons? Well, me friends, sit back and hear me tell. Uh, the elf has walked off. The guards are arresting this crew. Uh, one thing real quick. Defibulous. Have you changed any facial features, like grown a beard or anything like that, since your family last saw you? Yeah, he's been growing a scruffy little beard. Okay. I need to roll one thing. Okay. Thank you. That's what I needed. You're welcome. Jag walks up and gives you guys, shakes each one of your hands, and goes, I will get the crew started on loading up the ship. It might take a couple hours to get their stink out of my hull. When ready, you can find my ship. He goes, look for the ship called the Rancid Eel. That's us. Fascinating uh, name for a ship. Well, it used to be a fishing ship long ago. Every now and then, you get that whiff. He gives you guys a bow and walks off. His crew scrambling their stuff following. Did they pick up all their winter gear? Yeah, we paid for that. So, I don't think there's anything left. So, um, I'm not sure how long this would take, but we do have the seeds we might be wanting to try before we set out. We may well, not have another chance. If I remember correctly, we have to plant them at night, and it will be there the next morning. It is about afternoon, mid-afternoon. 
She'll look back over at uh, Jag and be like, are you all right with leaving in the morning so everyone gets a good night's rest and can enjoy themselves? He looks at his crew, who... I'm pretty sure wish to celebrate that their ship has been returned to them. He goes, yeah, we'll set off in the morning. He'll nod. Then we will see you in the morning and we will be ready to sail. All right. We'll see you then. We'll look back at Clyde. Let's go plant that seed. Sounds perfect. Where are you guys going to go? My vote is the backyard. (laughs) Her vote is the backyard. Mm -hmm. Rune just stares at you guys, not sure what you guys are even talking about. She will explain it to Rune as they walk back to the house. Rune just nods. So, just going off of Kalila's vote, no one else is voting? Fibulus is still kind of fuming at the moment. I have faith in Kalila. Her decision is probably best of any decision that we are able to make. Ah, it's mostly out of Kalila wants to be able to sleep in a nice bed. (laughs) (laughs) And she feels it will be fine. We are the heroes of the city. Who is going to trespass into our backyard right now? So back to your home? Arriving at home, there's a package at the door, which is probably some supplies that have been shipped to you. Um, Maybe cutlery or whatever. Like, more of a welcome home, come shop at my shop type thing. Um, Freebies. Yeah, freebies. They're not great cutlery, but they're not bad. Uh, I will use the uh, speaking device Mm -hmm. and um, ask if she would have a moment to come over so we might speak with her. You hear her voice echo through. I will be there in a moment. I am actually in the area. Thank you. I will explain to um, everybody that we need to inform her that we will not be here, so if any packages arrives that she can use them, and if it is food like this, it should be distributed um, what she wishes, because otherwise it will spoil possibly by the time we get back. I think you just ha- called her because you want her to come over because you like her. It's a very interesting deduction you have there. I'm full of them. And rage. That or she at least might know people who could benefit from it. Exactly. True to our word, a few moments later, there is a soft knock at the door. I'll open the door and invite her in. She gives a bow, slipping off her sandals, she steps in. How may I be of service? Well, we did just um, arrange a uh, a vital travel that we will be partaking in starting tomorrow morning. So we are unfortunately unsure when we will be returning. Um, we did just receive food here. Um, and it will not all be eaten tonight as he looks around inquisitively, correct? Yes. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to eat that much. Okay. Um, so, uh, any extras that is not used, feel free to, uh, use them yourselves or anything else that might be, um, arriving here. Uh, feel free to use that yourself as well as the uh, gold that will quote unquote be given to us for 
food expenses uh, weekly to be used for yourself or what you would see fit. She smiles and she goes, that is greatly appreciated. I will ensure that any food that is delivered is distributed to the lower class and to anyone that is requiring food. Perfect. That is very kind of you to think in that direction as well. She nods. Is there anything else I may help you with this evening? Uh, Clyde looks around to anybody else. Is there anything else that... Um, yeah. Um, uh, that she is able to do that does not involve um, putting her in any danger or speaking to anybody that might have her um, traced in any way, shape, or form. I was just going to see if I can get a reloading bench found and purchased that's not a short bolt of manufacturing, that's all. Kalila's just going to laugh. I'm going to start cooking something for dinner. The woman reaches into her satchel, pulling out a small book. Writing down your request, she goes, and you do not want it to be of short bolt design. Correct. Is there a particular brand or family you prefer to purchase from? Mm, I'll stop and think for about... Because there's a dwarven family that's pretty good at uh, building reloading stations, and they're also generally pretty close to my height, so one of theirs would be good. I will make sure that it is acquired for you and purchased. I appreciate it. Would you like it to be set up, or do you prefer to set it up yourself? Uh, no, I'll set it up once I'm, I'm back. I will ensure that it is delivered and stored into your home, into your room. I appreciate that. She nods. Is there anything else I may get you? No, because I was already told I'm not allowed to. She raises an eyebrow quizzically and gives a slight nod. If there is nothing else, I wish you a good eve. Walking to the door, she slips her, her sandals back on and exits, slowly shutting the door behind her. See, I was good. I didn't tell her to go, like, blow the place up or anything. You get head pat. Very nicely done. Besides, that's my job. Correct. Rune looks around quickly, pulling out his hat. He breaks the disguise and shakes his head. It feels- Rune? Yes. How are you doing with all the events of today? And did you notice anything that we may not have noticed? Rune gives a slight shrug. Rune not noticed much. Except Elf is weird. Weird how? Weird, weird. Like, nodding for no reason and, and, and just odd. I thought you had, uh, seen or heard something or just had a particular feeling about her by your reaction. Rune not used to very pretty elves. Rune from country. Elves outweigh plain looking. I understand. Fabius will kind of tilt his head to the side. He's like, well, I wonder if she was nodding because, I mean, we have our own little communication stone thingies, right? Yep. I was thinking along the same way as you were. Well, I mean, I'm no, I'm no magic person or enchanter, but, you know, I'm assuming it could be done on a smaller size item, like something in the earring. That way, something she can hear quite people discreetly. And with the uh, look of her, she would be able to pay for something like that. 
most uh, definitely. And then, you know, the question of the of the week would be, who is she talking to? Correct. Um, the fibulous. Rune is across yes. the room from you, but in your ear, you hear as if he is right next to you going, there is magic spell that does. Uh, what the hell? Rune waves to you from where the fireplace is. Oh, good. I thought I was hearing voices now. Rune, how'd you do that? Rune no spell is message. I can whisper things across distances. As long as I can see, I can communicate. Yeah. Okay. That's neat. Definitely something that can be easily used and not necessarily easily noticed. Correct. Okay, so shall we um, plant the seed? Yep, I'll go plant it. Outside, the sun is slowly setting. The grass behind the house, there's a small yard, enough for a fairly good-sized garden. The ground is soft, and you can tell fertile based on the grass it's growing. This could have been old farmland that is maintained or that the grounds itself is kept pure by the city, the city's ambient magic. Mm, magic plants. Kalila will find a nice little spot and plant a tree, plant a tree seed and predict that it's going to be full size at the end of its thing because she can't imagine walking into a sapling okay so my question is like how do we explain to the neighbors if like all of a sudden a giant oak tree sprouts out of nowhere and then disappears uh we will be gone by tomorrow we don't have to do anything explaining exactly what? and by the time we come back probably no one will ask or we'll just blame sir reginald he's the one who gave us these seeds <laughs> why you gotta blame i like this why you gotta blame the paladin he's the one who gave me the seeds all right why not blame the paladin? You got your own Except paladin. Except Clyde. I was about to say, you got your own paladin to blame for things. Yeah, but he didn't give us the seeds. How do you know? Because I'm pretty sure if uh, we blew, stuck Clyde out in the storm, his hair would move. Absolutely. Isn't that right, Clyde? That's very true. My hair does move. <laughs> See? After planting the seed, Kalila, what do you want to do? Make dinner and go to sleep. Okay. Who sleeps, uh, well? I'm on the top floor. Okay. I already claimed that. So is there anything you guys want to do before you guys go to bed? Pray to my goddess for a blessed and safe travel of whatever the hell journey I'm about to go on. Defibius is going to clean his rifle. I'm trying to think of the guy he talked to about the short, the, uh, short bolt, uh, rifle company. Okay. Oh, I'm obviously going to do my evening prayers and hope uh, that my goddess uh, points me in the right direction. Night slowly moves on. As the, sun, as the moon reaches its apex, there is a slow and deep rumble. I need perception checks from everyone. Mm-hmm. I sleep because my goddess says I sleep. Okay. 25. Okay. 13. I got a 7. 
Kalila. There is this deep rumble. You can feel it in your chest that wakes you up. Looking out your window, you see this majestic looking oak. The leaves are beautiful green and the bark seems to glimmer with dew. Facing towards the house, you see a door embedded in the trunk. It shimmers with multiple colors, but produces no light. There is no visible hand handle or lock, just a slit where one would be able to look through from the inside out. Just gonna watch it for a moment, make sure it just doesn't disappear. And then go wake up both Clyde and Defibulous. Letting Rune sleep? And Rune. How do you wake them up? You know... I don't know how mean or not. She probably wouldn't be mean in this circumstance. Okay. Quick, loud knock on the door. And their name announced. So the... Bam, bam, bam! Clyde! And I'm guessing I would wake up. Yes, because it's three loud pang bangs on your front door, or bedroom door. Yes, Kalila. Get dressed and come out. How dressed should <laughs> I be? There's a glowing tree in our backyard. You determine what you need. Okay, I will need a few minutes. Kalila's going to just kind of look down and realize she's probably still in her jammies and not care. And then go knock on Defibulous's door in the same manner. Yes? Get dressed. There's a glowing tree in our backyard. You want me to shoot it from the window? <laughs> no. No, I didn't. Okay, I'll be down in a moment. Defibulous's answer for everything. It works. Clyla will at least get dressed and be downstairs waiting. Rune is down there with you. He pulls on his hat, um, disguising himself as the older elf. A few minutes later, the fibulous, followed by the clanking sounds of Clyde coming down the steps. Or coming out his door. I'm sorry, you're on the first floor. Yeah, I'm on the first floor right at the front door. Stepping outside, the grass is wet with morning dew. Well, evening dew. The Do the dew? The door is shimmering as Kalila described. Walking around the tree, it is no bigger than a standard oak. Just big enough for that door to just perfectly fit. Well, that's, that's kind of impressive. Shall we yes. knock? Very, very impressive. Yes. Can I get perception checks before you knock? Yeah, I got a dirty 20. Okay. 19. Okay. 14. You all notice in the branches are three acorns that are slowly growing. Other than that, it's not producing any other type of fruit or nut or anything like that. As you knock... Who's going to look at the seed and see if it's the same seed? They are dull looking, but they are still growing. But they have the similar shape. Okay. Are they at all able to be distinguished between one another? No. 
They all look the same. I'm going to pl- pluck one off the tree. It's too high up. It's at the, the oh. branches. Then we continue with the door and let them um, keep growing at the moment and because you don't want to pick unripe fruit. True. As you knock, the eye slit opens. You can hear the clamber of creatures in cages. A sickly sweet smell of incense fills your nose as two blue eyes look out. They're pupilless. Who are you? Uh, good evening. Uh, we were... It's not good- evening. Wait, hold on. <clears throat> ah, mm. okay, yes, it's evening. What do you want? Who are you? you? Who sent you? Do I owe you money? No, you don't look like anyone I've met. Sir Reginald sent us. Oh. I'd say his brother. As you say, oh. Sir Reginald, the eye slit starts to slowly close until the fibula says his brother. The slit opens back up. You know the good, Reginald. Yep. <laughs> all right, all right. The door, the eye slit slams closed, and the door starts to open. Inside, the best way to explain it would be a human-sized... You've never a Goblin? Seen yeah, thank you. Goblin. Right. So, I'm part of the Brute Squad? Hmm? You are the Brute Squad. <laughs> Dressed in fine clothing, he walks in. Letting you in, you see this shop. Well, you think it's a shop. There are tomes filling raggedy-looking bookshelves that don't seem to be really holding themselves up. There are potion bottles clinking in the non-winded area. They they have this strange sway to them. Hanging from the ceiling, a strange pyramid in a cage. Eyes open up. It starts to har- snarl and fling a tongue at you. Don't mind Trip Trap. He's just being a pain. Knock it off, Chip Chap. Now, who are you? What do you want? And why are you here? My name is uh, Clyde Holkeep. I will not uh, think to introduce other people. They can, uh, of course, introduce yes, themselves. Yes, yes, yes. Being a paladin and all polite and blah, blah, blah. What about you two? Kalila. Defibulous. Ah, see, see, this is how you greet yourself. Very well. I am Maximilian Luthorter. I am the purveyor of this shop. And we're here to shop. Well, go on. Take a look. Don't touch anything. I don't need your grubby fingertips on everything. It takes forever to clean your mortal dust off stuff. And mind the small creatures. Trip Trap's in trouble for biting me. Willie is floating about here somewhere. The twins like to lick. As well as Spellbarp. He likes to throw spells and goo. He's fairly harmless. They all quite are. Strange creatures they are. Well, have a look. Go on. Would you by any chance know why uh, 
the good Reginald would uh, send us to you? Well, I have an agreement with his family, if you haven't already figured that out. The Reginalds have been very kind to me. You see, many years ago, blah, 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 you know, beneficial. Benef they, they work for me, I work for them. It's all quite nice. So, what this is, is our custom shop. This is for custom equipment that Patreons have sent us. If you have questions, let me know. Other than that, prices should be listed. Maximilian begins to wander around the shop, waving a strange feather duster onto bookshelves, which seems to mend them. Walking past Clyde, he goes, I don't understand how you wear those tin cans. They're so noisy. Why do you have to be all paladin-y? They're such a bore. Now, you see the young gnome is nice. He's got some type of flair with that strange boom gun. And the black cat. Not many of them are out. You, you're like the others. Are you like Reginald? I hope you're not Reginald. You're that Reginald as he walks off grumbling about Sir Reginald. I am not like Reginald, but I am of uh, the Paladin Order. Yes, yes, serve God, smite the evil, move on. Correct. Is to make it very short and sweet. What do you guys want to do? I can see on Kalila's uh, stream she's poking around at the shop. Yep. Uh, the, uh, the thing I opened on it, it, only, it has three items, is that correct? Uh, down at the bottom, there are multiple tabs. Oh, I didn't see that. Yep, there at the bottom, there's multiple tabs. Some are still blank, some have stuff in it. As you guys peruse the wares, um, Clyde, you see two strange creatures. They, by best intense purposes, look like two D10s. They are darting between shelves, watching you. Long tongues flicking their saliva. They seem to giggle and disappear again. Okay. They are... I will ask, what are these creatures that are giggling? Looking around, he goes, ah, the twins. Well, you see, long ago, before your mortal kind really took hold of this realm, and it was all created and all whatever it is now, these creatures roamed free. There are the dice monsters. And thanks to some strange mishaps with me creating my shop without meaning to, they came. They are the twins, and then there's Willy, who's that strange box down there, and you've met Trip Trap. Do they just follow you around, or do something? I'm sorry, I'm just not familiar with um, many creatures. He stares at you with a strange eye. Have you never had a pet? They're a pet! You know, a no. thing that you keep around to keep you entertained and sane. I have never had a pet. No. Never had a pet. You are a sad, sad human. Very That might be true. Tribus <laughs> just gonna chuckle out there. How do we know you're not a pet? You are hanging around with a cat, folk. How do we know she doesn't keep you around as a pet? 
That's a good question. Lila's just gonna smirk at this conversation, but say nothing. I would like to think that Kalila, myself, and uh, Short Run all have a mutual uh, friendship, not an ownership of anyone's uh, property or values, but have a mutual understanding of each other. Clyde, I believe he's telling a joke. See? See, the cat is very brilliant. Laugh. It was a a very good joke, I believe, since Koala uh, understood it. <laughs> I feel like uh, Clyde is a little out of his element right now. <laughs> Look, I I'm trying to to play this character because otherwise, my phrasing and everything would be off the wall. I know. <laughs> the things that people don't know is that you've never played a paladin before. <laughs> I can imagine you just grinding your teeth at responses and going, God damn it, I can't say those words. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, I have to, that's why I'm like almost all delayed because I'm a character of rethink of how I'm going to say certain. That's fine. I know the feeling. It's funny though. Do you guys see anything you want to purchase or do you have any questions for Mex? Some million. Oh. oh, how often do you get uh, rifles in here? Rifles? Rifles? You mean those strange boom sticks? Why would anyone have something so something so dangerous? It's so much easier to have a sword that throws a piece of a blade of wind, or a piece of wood that is shaped like an elegant fan that you can ride down a mountainside. Why something so chaotic, my friend? Why? Chaotic times call call for chaotic items at times. I have. He just go ahead. He smirks. Ah, you're a very wise one. I try to be. I will see what I can do, but I do have a selection of strange and mystical orbs that might interest you. Oh. Walking over to a box, he opens it up, and you see. You go to the ammo tab. You see the different types of shot. With your knowledge, these are not strange, these are not mystical, they are just finely crafted. Whoever supplies you with these is a real artisan, you know that? Ah, well I thank you, I try my hardest. It's so dull some of these days. I have a question about the uh, sword and um, these orbs that look like they fit into it. Yes, that's called a slot sword. Um, is there the the slot sword itself? Um, would it be considered uh, magical against like undead creatures or um, evil in nature creatures? Well, I'm currently working on a new orb, but I haven't finished it yet, which will give it the property of oh, what is that strange cold iron? That strange one that the humans recently found. Waiting for young Reginald to get me a sample of it so that I may work with it. Uh, what about an orb such as uh, Mithril? As he will slowly unsheath a part of his sword to... Because that automatically would make the uh, weapon uh, magical. What is the damage on the Mithril blade? Um, it's... It's the blade. Mithril just makes it considered quote-unquote magical. So you, it has the ability to 
Mm-hmm. Become yes. enchanted. And it's half the weight then. It's light. He stares at it for a moment. He goes, ah, well, I do have some mithril that I've been messing with. I could always plate the, the slot sword's handle in it, and then it would give it that property. But I thought the steel looked more elegant. That and I think steel is prettier than uh, mithril. Steel can be crafted and honed and isn't so pretentious like the elves. I can understand that. Although a mithril rifle is a really nice sight. I've seen one of those a couple times. Yes, yes. You and your strange boom stick. Chaotic times, chaotic weapons, buddy. Yes, well, at least hopefully you don't try sticking anything where it doesn't belong in it. Do you guys see anything else you want to ask about? Oh, it would be, um, honestly, it would be getting a mithril sword and then doing one of the orbs, but I... So, the slot sword is, all intents and purposes, the slot sword looks like a hilt of a sword, but no blade. There are two orb slots, or an orb slot and a crystal slot. The orb changes the blade type, which changes the damage. And then the crystals would add the crystal technique to it. So if you notice, there is one that is for razors, or saw, razored, and one is serrated. Special effects. Material, and then special effects. Right. Um, Feel free if you can come up with stuff to add that, because I'm... I was working on all of this. So, yes, I can create, like, an orb that will give it the mithril property. I just have to figure it out. Uh, can you make it... I would honestly probably do it as a crystal, because orbs... Well, crystals are temporary charges. Oh, okay. Orbs are permanent, crystals are temporary. I'm not gonna add that in the description. It's just... Oh, man. Uh, I would definitely want a one-handed... D10 sword. <laughs> of course you will. Well, yeah, because at the moment I do max damage of 12. Okay, there. Made the correction. Does anyone have any other questions for Maximilian? Maximilian. Or do you guys want to purchase anything? That's what I was looking through, seeing if there was something that uh, we wanted to pull together on. Some of these things are like 1000 2000 kind of thing like that. Yeah, they're supposed to be expensive. They're rare. Yes. And mystical. Mm-hmm. I found some things in the miscellaneous. I kind of like the water skin of Everflow and the twig of Let Me In. <laughs> I like that name. You're welcome. And the Twisted Vision tent spike would probably catch Kalila's attention. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, um... I mean, the Everflow water skin would be beneficial for everybody. Yeah, that's what I was saying, for group purchase rather than individual purchases. I mean, I don't know how much people spent and who has what money left. Well, do you guys want to pay Defibulous back? He'll, he'll buy it. Where is our gold on our character sheet? It's in that one spot on the character uh, sheet. Oh, I see it. Yeah, I found it. Okay, where is it at again? Uh, it's by languages. Above it's in languages. one spot on your character sheet. 
My character sheet, I think, is set up differently than your guys's. Uh, it's spacing. Uh, let me look. You have. I found it. Yeah. I see it. Thirty-four fifty-five. Yep. If you haven't purchased anything outside of game, uh, that's how much you have. Yeah, I don't have near amount as that. Mexican or uh, Rune only has twenty-four gold in his pocket. <laughs> Not poor Rune. Yeah, but how much did he have in that pouch that he uh, had been working on all day? Not much, actually. Remember, like, the Hat of Disguise is 1,800 gold pieces. That's where I literally dropped all of my starting cash. Damn. Yeah. I'm going to say let's get the water skin of Everflow. Mm, that could be useful. I mean, having a good water supply is always useful. I concur with that. Okay. How do we want to do this, guys? I can split it. Yeah, I'll, I'll contribute. I mean, I like water. I have four, about 400 uh, gold left. That's it. I say worry about that later, and you can hit us back if we need something else. That sounds brilliant to me. After all, we're going on an insane quest for our gods together, right? Nope. Yes, yes we are. You're, you're, you're different, but you know what I mean. So you guys are purchasing the water skin of Everflow? Yes. Yeah. As you look around, finding this water skin, Mexi raises an eyebrow as you bring it up to him. Ah, is this what you want? Tired of drinking from dirty rivers where animals urinate in it? Yes, exactly. 1,500 gold pieces if you please. I'll produce my 750. Same here. Alright. So, as you pass the gold over to him, he smiles, sliding it into a small box. Handing you the water skin, it instantly fills. If you open and taste it, the water is clean, pure, and cool tasting, as if from a fresh spring on a nice, cool day. How much does it weigh? It feels weightless. Oh, okay. Uh, is there anybody that would like to hold on to this? Because I don't think this would go into the bag of holding very well. I'll hold on to it. Uh, for items like this, like you're gonna need to have a separate sheet for equipment. Yeah. Um, just make a note, and I can you can actually go in on roll twenty and remove or not roll twenty into uh, PC Gen and remove money. You just need to remove what you've spent. Yep, I just figured that out. Okay. Um, I learned something. And you guys were interested in that twisted vision spike. I am. I think Kalila will purchase that one. Okay. As you uh, reach it, Mexi seems to almost appear on the other side of the shelf. Tired of people spying on you while you sleep? This is a great little trinket. Forged from the mightiest oak in all the lands. And which one Just, is that? This one. Does uh, the Fibulous hear Max Mexi's speech? Probably. Clyde, have you been spying on people while they're sleeping? Mm, I would never do that. Well, I figured it's still useful to hide if we need it. He goes, J 
just drive it into the ground in the center of your camp and it will hide. You will fold into the space around you. If you are in a mountain, you will become a boulder. If you are in a forest, you will become a bush of thorn. I have to say, it's one of my better creations. Yes, I'll take it. Anything else for you guys before you leave Mexi's shop? No, I'll be for now. <laughs> None that I could buy. Saving my money. Or what's left of it. Alright. As you walk out, the door shuts behind you. Oh, well, I didn't want to leave. I wanted to ask okay. him how we uh, uh, talk to him again if we would like more things to buy. He just leads in. He goes, have you ever planted a tree? No, but I planted a shrubbery once. Well, same concept, just less shrubbery-ish. Ah, I understand. The acorns that are growing, we should gather them. Ah, the human lands. Very nice. Well, once you leave, the tree will disappear until you need me again. Does that mean we get the acorns before or after we leave? When the door shuts, they'll fall. You know, gravity and such. You'd be surprised how many people don't believe in gravity. Well, if I don't believe in paladins, do they disappear? Nope. Nope. Well, damn. I tried. So you guys are now leaving? As the door shuts behind you, the tree shakes. The three nuts fall to the ground and shimmer slightly. The tree twists and creaks and then disappears. Lila will gather up the nuts. You have three more shop nuts. Five total. So we'll hand them to Clyde because he has the bag of nuts. I will <laughs> put the nuts into my bag. <laughs> nuts into your bag. Uh-huh. Rune is standing behind you guys, scratching his head. He was weird. True. I thought he was kind of nice. Rune's going back to sleep and just walks off. As you guys return to, to sleep, the night passes uneventfully. In the morning, no one seems to question or seem to even have felt any of the trembles that they that happened last night. Heading out to the dock. Well, before heading to the dock, is there anything you guys want to do? Besides eat breakfast. Nope. Defibrious will refrain from going to the the one uh, rifled leader and talking to him. Okay. Heading to the docks. Moored at one of the dock points, you see the rattling crew finishing the last bit of stocking. On the back of this ship, you see the name... Rancid Eel. Thank you. The Rancid Eel. The wording painted on as if they were actually eels creating the lettering. At the helm, the captain's shouting orders. Not aggressively, more just trying to get everyone to finish up. The dockmaster sees you approach and gives you guys a bow. Captain's been uh, busy all morning. He, it seems like he is all stocked and ready for you guys. That was the plan. He goes, well... The city has waived 
his dock fees for all the trouble. And it seems like he gets a couple more weeks of free docking. He seems to be in a very jovial mood. At least for Jay. That means it also sounds good for you, too. Well, the city is paying, and there's no fights breaking out on my docks today. As he says that, two sailors start a fist fight, and he shakes his head. Woke too soon. Walking off, you hear him yelling at them. Clearly, fighting on this dock is pretty common. Clearly. On the ship? On the ship. On the ship, the first mate gives you a salute and shows you your quarters. You four have semi-private quarters. There are four hammocks in this one room, as well as a small area to sit. The quarters are cramped, but not terribly so. It is clean, and as the captain noted, there is a distinct scent of eel in the air. Mm, There it is. A few moments later, you hear the, the bell chimes. You can hear the whoosh of the... To whom does the bell chime? You hear the whoosh of the sails dropping as the ship starts to lurk and starts to move. Well, well, well. It seems as if the adventurers have finally gotten to set sail. They have the chance to smell the salt air, to feel the sea spray on their faces. Listen to the sails. I envy them. I... I miss the time on the sea, but that is a past life. For now, me friends, I am a storyteller, and you are hearing the tale. Well, the Bone Temple is their next destination. What will happen? Only the story knows. And as always, me friends, may the dice gods bless your every role. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 